Hello, this is the example of my first podcast, All in One Books. In this podcast, we are gonna talk about some best, top-selling, and interesting books. Welcome to All in One Books. You can check out my All in One Code YouTube channel if you want to learn programming. You can check out my All in One Gaming if you like gaming. The link is in here. Welcome to All in One Books. Today's book is Three Second by Roslan and Hellstrom. The book of this plot is the plot involves a police informative Piet Hoffman, his police handler Eric Wilson, and three high-ranking police personnel. Hoffman has infiltrated the police mafia. Without giving too much away, Hoffman has to give a false criminal record and be imprisoned to take over the police drugs mafia within the prison. If you want to listen this book, so please share this audio. The Three Second by Roslan and Hellstrom. Part One, The Sunday, and How to Midnight. It was late spring, but darker than he thought it would be, probably because of the water down below, almost black. A membrane covering what seemed to be bottomless. He didn't learn like the boats, or perhaps it was the sea he couldn't fathom. He always shivered when the winds blow at it didn't now and swinjos slowly disappeared. He wouldn't stand with his hand gripped tightly round the handrail until the house were no longer houses, just small square that disintegrated into the darkness that grew around him. He was 29 year old and frightened. He heard people moving around him behind him on their way somewhere too. Just one night and a few hours asleep, then they would take in another country. He leaned forward and closed his eyes. Each journey seemed to be worse than the last. His mind and heart as aware of the risk of his body, shaking hands, sweating brows and burning cheeks. Despite the fact that he was actually freezing in the cutting, bitter wind. Two days. In two days, he'd be standing here again on his way back, and he would already have forgotten that he swore never to do again. He let go of the railing and opened the door that swept to cold off warmth and led onto the main circus where unknown faces moved toward their cabins. He didn't want to sleep. He couldn't sleep, not yet. There wasn't much of bar. MS Wavle was one of the biggest ferries between northern Poland and the southern Sweden. But all the same, tables with crumb on and the chairs with the filthy back that it was obviously you weren't supposed to sit there for long. He was still sweating, staring straight ahead. The heads chased to sandwich round the plate and longed for the glass of beer. Trying not to let his fear show. A couple of swing of beer, some cheese. He still felt sleek, and hoped that the new taste would overwhelm them. Others, the big fatty piece of pork he'd bowen, forced to eat until the stomach was soft and ready. Then the yellow stuff consulted that brown rubber. They counted each time he swallowed two hundred times. Until the rubber balls have shattered his throat, 
Kezi Poda Panuze Koze Kenzoze. A young waitress looked at him. He shook his head, not tonight, nothing more. His burning cheeks were now numb. He looked at the pale face in the mirror beside Tutil as nugged as untouched sandwich and full glass of beer as far down the bar as he could. He pointed at them until the waitress understood and moved them to dirty dishes self. Postevik CPO A man his own age, slightly drunk, the kind who just want to talk to someone, doesn't matter who, to avoid being alone. He kept staring straight ahead the white face into the mirror, didn't even turn round. It was hard to know for sure who was asking and why. Someone sitting nearby pretending to be drunk, who offered him a drink, might also be someone who knew the reason for his journey. He put 20 euros down on the silver plate with the bill and left the desert room with its empty table and meaningless music. He wanted to scream with thirst and his tongue searched for some saliva to each the dryness. He didn't dare drink anything, too frightened of seeing sick, of not being able to keep down everything that he'd shallowed. He had to do it, keep it all down, or else he knew the world was was dead man. He listened to the bird, as he often did in the late afternoon when the warm air that came from somewhere in the Atlantic retracted reluctantly to advance of another cool spring even evening. It was the time of the day he liked the best, when he had finished what he had to do and what was anything but tried and so had good few hours before he would have no lie down on the narrow hotel bed and try to sleep in the room that was still only filled with loneliness. Eric Wilson felt in the chill brush his face and for a brief moment closed his eyes against the strong food night that branched everything in a glare that was too wild. He tilted his head back and peered wildly up at the great nose of sharp barbed wire that made the high fence even higher, and had to fright that bizarre building of where toppling towered him. From a few hundred meters away, the sound of group of people moving across washed foodless area hard asphalt. A line of men dressed in the black, seek across with the seventh behind and quickly black vehicles sh- shadowed them. Will some follow each step with interest? Transport of a protected object transport across of an open space. Suddenly another sound cut through. Gunfire. Somewhere firing rapid sing short of the people, one foot. Eric Wilson stood completely still and watched as the two people in black lodged to the protected person threw himself off said person and pushed them to the ground and the four other turned toward the line of fire. They did the same as Wilson, identified the weapons by sound, a clashing cow from a wave between two low buildings about 40, maybe 50 meters away. The birds that had been singing on a moment ago were silent, even the warm wind that would soon become a cool was still. 
Eric Wilson could see every movement through the fence, hear every arrested scenes. The man in the black returned to the fire and the vehicle accelerated sharply then stopped right by the protected person. In the line of fire, a couple of seconds later, no more the protected body had been bundled into the back seat of the vehicle through an open door and disappeared into the dark. Good, the voice came from above. There isn't time for any evening. The loudspeaker was positioned just below the huge full of light. The president had survived this evening. Once again, Wilson stretched and listened the bird have returned a straight, strange place. It was the third time he had visited the Federal Law Informers Training Center or the FLETC. Federal Law Information Training Center or the FLETC as it was called.